check us out to hear the latest on life in the volunteer state. Yvonka and her guests discuss everything from life, love, and business with a Tennessee flair. It's a Tennessee thing! Always relatable, always relevant, and always a good time. This is Talking Tennessee, and now your host, Yvonka. Welcome back to Talking Tennessee with Yvonka. I am your host, and oh my goodness, we are on our second part, Adrian. Adrian's in the building, guys. Hey, hey, how is everybody? I hope everybody is doing well. We are on our second part of being black in America. What does that look like? What does that feel like? And what does that do to you? What does it mean? What does it mean? You know, what is living in America as a black man or woman? Yvonka and I have both, um, we have had conversations, you know, within our household and also outside of our household. And just, it's time for the uncomfortable conversations to be had. Um, And we hope that you guys coming onto the podcast that we can enlighten you, educate you, and also encourage you in the midst of it to, you know, continue to fight and continue to stand up for what you believe and continue to stand up for the ones that are going through it right now. We're all, you know, kind of feeling it in the black community. Um, So that's what we're here for. That's perfect. I would like to say that first... Please know that um, we are here to educate. Uh, we're here to um, pull off the Band-Aid. Most definitely. And heal. Okay? You've got to have air on that wound to start the healing process. What is our air? The air is speaking out. And blowing across the nation. Positive healing and considering of all. I think that's honestly the biggest um, thing is having compassion for the ones that are going through it. Having compassion. And what I uh, say to the white race, stop getting defensive Mm -hmm. stop getting defensive and feeling like you're being attacked the black race is not attacking the white race the black uh, race is bringing the white race up to what we're going through the black race is standing up for the black race it is and and it's don't look at it because we are more in a, you know, crazy world right now and you're hearing so much or whatever. We're just bringing the conversation to the boardrooms, to the conference rooms, to the world, you know, and saying, okay, let's speak about it. Oh, yeah. Okay. So when you go into whatever conversation you may have, don't go in, into a defense mechanism of, Okay, they're trying to attack me. There's been enough attacks over generation after generation after generation. We don't need to be attacking. We need to be educating and for the white race to understand that we're going through a grieving process. And that grieving process, you know, when someone dies in your family, 
Look at it this way. If someone dies in your family, what does everybody do? Band together, and they are compassionate for what the person is going through. So look at the black race. The black race is grieving. Are you going to be there for us? Are you going to help us mourn our loss? And honestly, the education, I think that's honestly the biggest thing that I want for our country. I want everyone from all races to be educated. Yeah. My race included. Everyone to be educated on what things truly are. I, you know, we talked about on our live show last night, um, you know, me, my mom, and my dad were talking, and they were just enlightening me. It wasn't that I had said anything wrong, but they were enlightening me and encouraging me to continue throughout all this, learning more and as much as I can as a black woman, because we still have to be educated too to to realize where you know things came from and stuff like that. We still have to do our our due diligence too. And so my parents, I thank God for them because they were both you know enlightening me on things that they went through growing right. up and the things that they've had to endure and the things that they've learned throughout their time. Yeah, and, and the biggest thing is, like Adrian, I tore her all up. I told a story last night on my Facebook Live about being uh, moved to a uh, school that I was the only black child in the school and what I endured. And um, Yeah, she had me all the way tore up. Oh, my gosh. It, I'd never heard that story before. It really... Um, I had to address it, and I was called out my name just because I won a, um, what is it, a um, athletic award Athletic award mm-hmm. um, for my hard work, and the girl that was against me, um, she was mad because she lost, so guess what? She attacked, and she attacked in a very verbal way that affected me for a lot of years, uh, I thank God that it happened because all it did is strengthen me to be all I could be. But I can't say it didn't hurt. Can't say that. So um, let's talk, tackle some topics. One of the biggest topics out there right now is trying trying to get the opposite race to understand two two big things. One, Black Lives Matter. And not getting offended when we say it. Black Lives Matter does not discredit, nor does it dismiss your life. All it says is we want equality. We want to be considered equal. So value our life like you value yours. That's all Black Lives Matter means. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean anything against the white race but I think some of it is some people some people get it and then some people don't want things to change I hate to say there's some people black lives really don't matter to them it doesn't and we are living in a world right now where change is important and change is um, necessary oh yes and we've got to know that we uh, we all matter, but that's not the topic right now. It's not about all lives mattering right now, because the opposite race life has mattered for so long. That's definitely. 
the white race does not walk out of their house and have to worry about if I wear the wrong thing, am I going to be judged if I wear, you know, or talk a certain way, I'm going to be judged like I'm a criminal. I'm going to be judged like I'm an animal. I'm going to be judged as, you know, something that is negative, not positive. Mm -hmm. I said on our live last night, um, one way to help people understand, because we had brought up, you know, they, my mom had brought up that many people are wanting to bring up about George Floyd's past and that he had, you know, a wreck or, you know, a criminal, type past. Of criminal past or whatever. And I said, people have to understand that the difference and why we are fighting so hard for equality is because when a white person goes up against a judge or whoever commits a crime or whatever, they are innocent until proven guilty. Mm -hmm. But when someone in the black community goes up for something, we are guilty until proven innocent. And that's where, that's where it's wrong. And the you know, difference comes and, in. And if a person goes to jail for whatever reason, and they pay their dues to society to get that second chance, give them that second chance. Yes. Do you know why so many people are repeated offenders? Because when they came out, the society didn't give them a second chance. They're held to a standard that... The, I'm talking about a black man or woman that goes to jail. They're held to a standard that the white race is not held to. In the black community, we are, to some people, we are only as good as our past. We can never be, we can never grow, we can never evolve or whatever. We're only as good as what we've done. Yeah, and, and, and I will say it goes both ways because it does. Uh, <clears throat> I will say that my race... Um, not in a racial way, but in a way of, you know, if they get hurt by someone within their race, they want to they want to always remind um, that person of what they did. Well, if you if you want that second chance, you got to give someone else a second chance. And taking racism out of it, you should never, in general. Holding someone to their past or something that they've done, if they've rectified that situation, I, I hate to say it like this, but who who are you to hold that? Who are you to hold them to that? We have to do a better job as a nation and as a people. We have to do a better job of showing better compassion and consideration for ourselves, ourselves in general, and as humans. Exactly. Uh, and if someone makes a mistake and they pay the you know their dues to society, who are you to keep them in their past? Yeah, who are you to make them feel like they cannot get better or do better? Truly, who are you? So you have to ask yourself, you know, and that's both races. You know, you have to ask yourself, why is it that I cannot get past something faster? Why do I have to treat someone else worse than I want to be treated? It's true. How do I, I mean, think about it. 
treating someone worse than what than the way I want to be treated is that correct? Is that the right way to do? You know, we all say we love the Lord, but do you act in it? There's limitations to it. Mm -hmm. Between races to race, God made us all, so we have to say, you know what? Hey, they made a mistake. They rectified their mistake. Let's move on. And let's okay? not be so judgmental towards people. People make mistakes. Things happen. We've all made them. Um, and that's the part where I say that the consideration and the compassion has got to come in a little bit more. And that's the change that I hope that I see for our world. Correct. So in order for us to um, make the change, we have to be the change. So whether that means that you are, you, go. you know, going out to protest or speaking up on your social media or speaking on a, a platform or whatever it is, or even speaking to your family. Because right now, there's a lot of families out here that are battling. Because you have different races, you have different things, different dynamics and different families that, you know, people are having to go up against their family to say, the things that you do and the way that you act is not right. And it, you are acting as a racist. Yeah. And you have to know that it's time out. I don't care how you was raised. I don't no. care, you know, what your family has taught you. If you, if you know better, do better. And if you're an adult, you need to do better. Okay. Mm -hmm. Start today and stop allowing you know, negative racist things come out your mouth, you know, and then with my race, please accept apologies. Please accept people are some, well, some people are trying to do better and they're trying to get more educated on racism and what is considered racism. It has to go both ways. It has to be, you know, a work in progress, but both parties have to work at it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It can't be one-sided. It can't. And we cannot stay here. No. We have to evolve. Yes, we have to. We and that doesn't, each other today. And yeah, and that doesn't mean you evolve overnight, but it does mean no. that you have to be open to evolving and stop talking about what has happened. Let's talk about what can happen and let's do what needs to be done. And the one thing, too, for my black community that I want us to understand, please be careful in... Um, when we express, there's nothing wrong with expressing, but I think sometimes people can talk a lot about what's going on, but are not giving valuable information of how we can get better and are not doing what it takes to educate, okay? So by saying that I'm saying, do not speak how you feel privately. Speak it publicly. People need to hear what's going on and saying stuff behind closed doors and saying how you feel behind closed doors does not help. And I know there's a lot of people out here and I know that are in the black community uh -huh. that I have noticed that have not spoke up 
on social media platforms or whatever the case may be, but have said it to me in private conversations. So educate publicly. And and, and the thing is, people will give you credit when you speak up. Yes. But these private conversations, but you don't want to say it publicly because you worried about your other friends, what they may think. And backlash. Okay. Then you know what? We still have the same thought of you. We still have that thought. And you have to know it's not going to change until you change. And another thing that I really want everyone to know, your voice is powerful. It truly, truly is. No matter what your walk of life is, where you have come from, where you have been, wherever, your voice is powerful. You could change just one person just by opening up your mouth. We are... There are so many that um, I have encountered wonderful people that have just empowered, uplifted me. I have lifted them. Yes. And, and that's the part that I love seeing is empowerment and prayer and, and just us coming together. That is just everything to me. Being a unified front to say, you know what? This is a hard topic, but we are going to we are going to battle it yep. until and until we see change. But y'all speak up. We are we can be a powerful, powerful nation. And just your your use your heart. Our use, hearts we were we were given them for a reason. Yeah, use your heart and know that if your heart's right and you know your heart's right, mm-hmm. that's what matters. And the people that know your heart, your words will reflect in that. And like I've told people before, I've said it on a previous thing, you know, be constantly prayed up. God will give y'all the words to say and the actions that he wants us to do. He will. So I, I encourage everyone to just, you know, continue to stay strong. Continue to pray for your mental health. Continue to pray for your for your neighbor, no matter what color they may be. Um, continue to to uplift one another. And, and you can have those sit-down conversations to educate people. But at the end of it, even if it's, you know, maybe a debate, at the end of it, still say, you know what, I love you, I care for you, I cherish you, and I understand. If you're, if you're of the white race, I understand your hurt and pain. Yep. And if you're of the, uh, of the black community to, to a, a white person, to thank them. Thank the ones that are um, standing up yeah, and speaking out and standing with you and cutting off people yes. that are, are racist. But I appreciate you. Yes. <laughs> That's so what I say. I'm like, Atlantis I girls truly do. Be able to see you. Yes. We really appreciate you uh, supporting us and Most seeing um, where change needs to come and why we need to bring it to the forefront. And why it's so important. Yeah, so know that. And just know we love we love all of you. No matter what race it is, we love everybody. I even, you know, I love the races too. I just pray for them and keep them at a distance, okay? Because yes. God said love everybody, mm-hmm. okay? So I may not like who you are, but I love you to the point that I pray that you change. Yes. Most definitely. I mean, totally change. And if you are a racist that needs, you know, the change in you, start today. 
and the people that you've been talking to for years that, you know, are racist and they say the same comments that you say, tell them enough is enough. And just say, I've got to change because I've got to show my kids, my spouse, and my family and everybody that I'm a good person. And hate does not Exist look pretty. Here. Hate does not look pretty. But love conquers all. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Love yes. conquers all. Hate is not pretty. Mm, yes, Lord. Do you get me? You understand me? Don't hate me because of the color of my skin. Love me because what's in my heart and soul. Yes, I love that. Don't hate me because of the color of my skin, but love me because of my heart and soul. It's the purest thing of me. Know that you can make that difference. My name's Yvonka Landis. I'm a black woman. I'm a boss. But, but the biggest thing I am, a child of God, I was created by God, and guess what? I make mistakes every day, but I have a pure heart and I don't hate. Get to know who I am. You might like me. Adrian. who are you? I myself am a black woman. I know for a fact I have a heart for people. I have a pure heart. I don't, you know, I don't set out to hurt anyone. I am not saying that I am perfect in any way. Um, but I know the values that I hold. And I know the mindset that I have. And I have a true, like I said, I have a true love for people. Um, and I hate the fact that the color of my skin makes people maybe not want to get to know me or not want to like me. But as mom said, if you just try to get to know me, you might like me. You might like it. You might like us both. And know that even through hurt and pain, and we may not like what has been done to our ancestors, been done to people of color for years, we still are standing and trying to get change to come. We're using our lives to be the walking testimony. Yes. Tune in to the third part of what it's like to be black in America next Thursday. Get into the conversation. Share this podcast and tell people, you know what? Those are two black ladies that are doing what it takes to make a difference. Amen. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to Talkin' Tennessee with Yavanka. Watch out for our weekly episodes from the First Family of Real Estate. And check us out on the web, www.yavankasalsrealestate.com. See our videos on Yavanka's YouTube channel or find us on Facebook under Yavanka Landis and Twitter at Yavanka Landis. And don't forget to tell a friend about us. Until next time, Yavanka signing off.